you've made it to retirement, what happens if the market takes a big dip? Can you recover? On today's show, tips on how to protect your nest egg in spite of market conditions. And now, now. Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Let's make sure that no matter how old and wise you grow in life, that you don't grow old and broke. Paul is the president and chief wealth advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. These are some of the largest life-changing decisions you'll ever make in your lifetime. He and his team are your trusted all-star advisors in the Gulf Coast. I want to make as many memories from 62 to 82 as I can. He has the heart of a teacher. A lot of people have the wrong ideology of what their retirement money is. If you're seeking knowledge and information, you're in the right place. When the paycheck stop, you got to create your own paycheck. And now, Retire Right Radio. Hey, welcome. It is Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts is the president and chief investment advisor with Roberts Wealth Management, a local trusted fiduciary firm serving those in the Gulf Coast. Paul and, of course, a great team of all-star advisors. Paul Roberts, we're back at it again. You were on fire last week. I bet you got some fire left in the belly. You know what? I tell you what, Dave, with everything going on in the world we're living in, I don't think this fire is going to go out for quite some time. <laughs> Let's stoke that fire a little bit today. Because actually, There's plenty to be fired up about out there, isn't there, buddy? Yeah, I think oh. all of our listeners Woo. will agree. Plenty to be fired up about. No, no I'm doubt. Not, I'm not uh, supporting, supporting living with anger or fear or the opposite. But, hey. Let's take action. Let's start talking about these things and let's start taking action to, to set ourselves up to succeed. Right? Yeah, you know, And you have to know the situation to be able to take appropriate action. And as you said earlier, right. if you've made it to retirement, that's a big fear. A lot of people have it. All right. Number one, the fear of running out of money, but also the fear of whatever they have in the markets for some major downturn or even not so major a downturn. And that's what we're going to look at in some recent events that have people worried also. And then we'll look at what they what you should be doing to combat yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, because it's it's not when or where the market's going to turn down, Dave. It, it's 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 it eventually will. We all know that we all yeah. know it's hyperinflated. It's a matter of are you prepared? Right. And what will it look like for you? So that's what we're going to talk about today's show. Huh? I had a question for you just and, and I, I think okay. this will benefit many of the listeners, too, because I, I just you know this and I. I, I like to get my mind wrapped around it, whether it's called quantitative easing or whatever the Fed does to prop up the markets. And now, you know, we're getting worth that They're going to start backing off on that. What is that and what will the backing off of it do? Well, let's talk about the backing off. First, let's talk about what's going on. Right. Um, in, in general, the, the general uh, public of, of the U.S. is kind of unaware of, of what all this entails and what it really means. You know, they know they're, they're cranking up printing presses and they're, they're, they're printing cash. And of course they use generalized terms like quantitative easing and stimulus and things of this nature. So uh, people kind of go, okay, well they're, they're having to print some money to booster the economy. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and they leave these generic labels. So within that generic label, all kinds of things can happen within the background that the, the general public is generally not aware of. Um, for instance, you know, since uh, before 2020, before the pandemic even hit, we have been printing over $180 billion a month, the, the Federal Reserve, they handed over to the Treasury. And what does the Treasury do with that money? Well, 
they stimulate, they, they quantitatively ease the economic de- conditions. And so what they're really doing, what that means is they are actually taking $180 billion a month and they're purchasing treasuries, corporate bonds, things of that nature, which ultimately the Fed was never supposed to do. They're never supposed to get into high yield, high risk investments or anything of that sort. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to keep the money very well managed at low risk and treasuries and things of that nature, right? But for, for people to kind of understand, it, it, it gets so deep, we'd have to do many, many shows to really, really get deep to into really it. get but into it. Yeah. To, yeah, I try to give a general idea just that most people can understand. You see, in, in, in our debt driven Keynesian economics, every time that we create a dollar, right, we just poof, there's a new dollar mm-hmm. in, into, uh, into circulation and existence. But for every dollar we create, we have to generate and create a dollar of debt, right? So the Federal yeah. Reserve prints up a bunch of money. They say, hey, we printed a bunch of money. The U.S. Treasury says, great, send it over. We send it over. U.S. Treasury takes that money, and then they issue Treasury bonds, and they send those Treasury bonds back to the Federal Reserve to balance the balance sheet, right? So it's, hey, we, we created a dollar. That's okay. We issued a dollar of debt for it, and it balances itself out, right? we got an asset and a liability on our balance sheet. <laughs> the problem is, is what the general public is unaware of is that since in September of 2019, our repo markets broke overnight, the Fed had to go into emergency action. They printed over a, a one and a half trillion dollars while we were sleeping at night and shoved it in the repo market to save it at night. Now, it's too in-depth to go deep into the repo markets on these shows you uh-huh. know, and, and really give a full explanation. But anybody who's interested, I highly encourage you to research and understand what are the repo markets and how they work. But so since that happened in September of 2019, we found ourselves in a position where, and this is why people don't understand how this this creation of money and creation of additional money supply affects them. Like I said, we got a balance balance sheet. We create a dollar, we issue a dollar of debt. We, we built an asset, we built a liability. We balance, right? Mm-hmm. What has come into play is we print a dollar. Treasury prints some some uh, debt, some bonds. They send it back over to the over to the Fed. We're balanced out. Problem is, what we happened was in late nineteen and in early twenty twenty, we found ourselves in a position where, you know, when we when the Treasury has auction and they they uh, auction off all of our Treasury bills and notes around the globe, we're having a problem selling them. Nobody wants them. We're we're paying less than one and a half percent on a twenty year Treasury right. note on a economy that's they're like nah absolutely nuts yeah it's the most horrible investment you could ever buy right if you were right. a global billionaire <laughs> you're not going to go shove money into that right? right so what we have started doing now is we say all right well nobody will buy our treasuries well i got a great idea we'll print more money and we'll buy our own treasuries okay, okay. so follow me back through this mm-hmm. the, the simple explanation is federal reserve prints a dollar Treasury issues a dollar of, of treasury bills. They send them back to the Federal Reserve in exchange for the cash that the Federal Reserve printed, printed right? Balances out. Well, now Federal Reserve prints dollars. They send it to the Treasury and they say, hey, they issue us some debt. The Treasury, the U.S. Treasury Department issues some treasury bills. They send it back to the Federal Reserve and they say, hey, nobody wants to buy these. So they say, well, print more money and buy them with the money you printed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Yes. It, Print it's, more it's, money it's, and buy them with the money you printed. 
Yes, it's it's absolute insanity. Okay, and and it's everybody knows it's unsustainable, and it's gonna complete. And, and sooner or later, a day will come where the debt crisis will arrive, and it will destroy the economics, not just of the U.S., but when the U.S. economics destroy, or or, or you know, they say when the U.S. economics uh, catch a cold, mm-hmm. the rest of the world catches the flu. Yeah. Right? So this is going to be a wave that flows through through every economic nation throughout the globe. Well, as they uh, always the do at here, the last minute, will they be able to fix this at the last minute and do something, make some moves? Well, that will... you know, that's what we keep doing. That's what we've been doing for the last two years. Hey, yeah. Just keep printing more, keep printing more. But not only that, Dave, we, we've taken it a step further. We couldn't just buy the treasuries with the printed money. We said, oh, my God, our, our market is in, is in serious uh, condition. You know, out of the S&P 500 stock market index, I think, 94% of the companies have been non-profitable for the last four and a half years. Mm-hmm. So the market is completely just held up by this inflation of printing dollars. But how does that money get into the companies? Well, what they do is when they print this money, they're doing a big no-no that we're promised that the Federal Reserve and the Treasury would never do. Instead of just buying treasuries with it, they're actually going and buying individual corporations' bonds with it. Uh. Right? And then that also plays into our, yes, and that's how they're propping up the market because these companies would falter if no one would buy their debt. So what are we, so we got to have somebody to buy their debt. Well, we'll print more money and buy their debt with that fake printed money. Wow. Right. So the repercussions to the people are that 40% of the U S dollars in circulation have been printed in the last two years. And our dollar is being devalued right now at about 18 to 20% a year. So it, it propagates up the corporations, it holds them up, um, but it, it holds down the working class of America. And it's an issue that has to be addressed and has to be resolved. It's unsustainable. All it is doing is creating greater wealth divide and greater power divide between corporate America and the working class. And so it's something that's really, really got to be addressed. It's devastative. It's going to come full circle to an end eventually. And, you know, you've been hearing all this 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 hype and talk in the media out there. You know, we we think we're going to go bankrupt. We think we can't oh, uh, that's just... print any more money to fund the government. Yeah, you know, that's a lot of propaganda. Uh, but it's not. Theater. It's, yeah. it's Well, yeah, but they will. It is in a state. Yeah. Right. When they come out with this stuff, it, it's, it's somewhat high theater and propaganda, but it's also not. It's also starting to try to condition the minds of the people to start accepting it, right? If they keep saying this over and over and over in a news cycle for the next three months, people will start going, yeah, I know that's old news. Yeah, well, I'm, I know that. And they won't make it a big deal, right? They kind of suppress it or or minimalize the effect and everything. Yeah. So that's kind of why you're hearing all this in the news media today because they know it's irrelevant. I mean, it's it's uh, it's, it's going to happen no matter what and that uh, it's not irrelevant. And so they, they kind of throw it out there and throw it out there and throw it out there until people hear it so much, it kind of becomes irrelevant in our ears. Does well, that make sense? It does. It does. And actually, you did a great job really setting up the rest of the show because you've identified well, the yeah. storm. You're, uh, you, you're the uh, metaphorical meteorologist here. You've identified the storm. <laughs> so we can and still touch on some other uh, storms that are brewing, but also look at how you protect yourself in your retirement going forward and going forward 
forward on the show today. Though, by it is time, we'll That's open it. the phone lines just for the first opportunity to sit down. If, if what you're hearing from Paul concerns you and you want to make sure you've got the right plan, the right strategies, here you go. An opportunity to talk to Paul and the team. That's right. Winter is coming. And as Dave said, we've kind of given you an idea. The storm is on the way. We'll continue to explain to you how you prepare for the storm and what you do. But I know there's a lot of you out there listening right now who feel that you're completely unprepared for the storm that lies ahead. And if you have a little bit of anxiety or fear, I don't want you to live that way. But you may not be prepared for this storm. And I don't want a single American out there to suffer from what lies ahead. Here's your opportunity. If you're unsure of where you're going or you just need a second opinion on what you're currently doing, for the next 15 callers who have saved at least $250,000 for retirement, what we're going to offer you is a full-blown, full comprehensive review of your current situation at no cost, no obligation. And I'll repeat that, no cost, no obligation to you at all. The only obligation you have is to sit down and have a warm conversation with someone who cares about your future and see if we can help protect you and add value to your life. We have an amazing all-star team of advisors. They're very passionate about what they do. They're amazing what they have done. Our client base is prepared for this storm. We have spent the last two decades preparing for this moment. We're going to weather this storm fine. The question is, or you. And if you're not sure you are, Pick up the phone right now, get in touch with us, sit down with one of our all-star advisors, and let's get a second opinion on your current portfolio, or let's just get you on track so we know that you and your family are set on the path to retire right and succeed in doing so. And the number, and listen, this is really important, and Paul's going to lay that out, just how important it is as we go further on the show. But 800-891-8680 to get, uh, uh, let them take a look at what you have. It's uh, it's plan-wise, great second opinion opportunity, or get your plan started. The number again, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680 for the next 15 at no cost, no obligation. Great start, Paul. And uh, we're going to just go forward. What what are we going to get into in the next segment based on what you just talked about? Well, we've covered the storm. We know that the storm is heading our way. If that storm arrives, what would the big market dip look like for you and your retirement? And what should you be doing about it today? It's Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts, Roberts Wealth Management. You can catch Paul also on TV weekends, Saturday afternoons at 5 on WLOX and Sunday mornings at 9 on Fox 25. Paul and his team of all-star advisors set their clients up to, well, weather the storms that could come up in retirement and have a good income building, proper growth strategies and protection retirement plan. Well, great job, Paul. First segment really helping us understand all about the the Fed and what's going on and propping up the markets and where you know things could go. I mean, it's been a weird couple of weeks here. One day the market's down, the next day it's way up. But if people are concerned about it. So we're going to start taking a look at then the right moves to make regarding income distribution and managing your, your drawdown potential. I mean, that's what you do with your clients. You get them to where their their minds are at ease. You know, Dave, before we get into all this, I, I got to tell you, you just nailed it, my friend. You you gave a perfect example of what we were talking about in the first segment uh-huh. here of everything being false and propped up by money printing and things. You said it's been crazy lately and anyone out there listening can see it. The, 
you know, a couple of days, the market just starts boom, 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 tumbling and falling. And they're yeah. like, oh, my God, what's going on? And they get worried. And then next thing you know, About there's 500. two or three good days and yeah. it comes back, right? Right. And for instance, uh, this week, the, the, the jobs report, you know, we expected 500,000 jobs added last month. And we only added 194,000 jobs. We ex- Yet the market went up on that news. On that news, but how, we expected you, more. Yeah, but how do you explain that? Uh, that's bad news, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's bad right. news across the nation, and the market goes up. So that is just a, a beautiful example of manipulation of the markets and the money printing, right? Yeah, you know, we've right, got over right. over in China right now. Two thirds of the nation does not have power. All most majority of factories are shut down. No output is coming out. We got the supply chain glut. We've got these uh, jobs added numbers coming out. All that came out this week, and then yesterday, and, and then you, you look. Know, hey, the market goes banner up. day on the Dow on the markets. The Dow yeah, was up seven hundred like, points. <laughs> wait, how does that happen? How, this the, is all bad news. It's like bizarro <laughs> world. So, I mean, really. So that, that that just shows people today. You got to really, really, really take the bull by the horns and take control of your own portfolios and your, your own future because investing in the ways that we used to, you know, Hey, diversify across stocks and bonds and it'll all work out. That, that, that's an old idea. It's not going to work out today. The bond market is at a high level of risk due to interest rate risk Mm -hmm. because we know the federal reserve is backing themselves into a corner printing all this money. They're going to have to start raising rates when they do bond funds are going to be significantly devalued. And we know the market is hyperinflated and it's got to take a downturn. Now, when and where is that? That's the problem. None of us have a crystal ball, right? You know, we really feel that by the end of this month, we'll see severe turmoil in financial markets, but definitely at least by the end of the year. But the problem comes when you're trying to plan your financial life and retirement. You, nor I, nor any of us have a crystal ball and none of us can name the day that it's all going to start hitting, right? We don't so know. So what do you exactly. do about that? Especially right. based on so what you, you just said. Future, you, how do you predict based right, on what right. you just said? How do you know what, what, when the market goes up on right. bad news, right? Right. <laughs> so it's completely unpredictable today. So what do you do about that? How do you create the confidence and security you and your family need? Well, number one, you know, we're always stressing this on the show. We stress this everywhere. All of our clients have one, and that's why they know they can see it. They see their way to and through retirement. It's called a written income plan. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not just a, oh, well, I think I'll have enough dividends coming off of these stocks. Well, what if that stock gets crushed? What if the dividend gets cut? Oh, you know, or, oh, I think I'll make it off of these municipal bonds. Municipalities are going broke every day. You want to put your whole future in, in, inside of uh, funds that are going broke uh-huh. every day? We've already addressed the bond market. So it's really a struggle today. The old ideas of how to play it safe and just generate income in retirement are gone. Okay, So it all starts with adapting to the new strategies, getting secured rates of return and downside protection in your portfolio, and getting something that we can predict so we know exactly how much income you can take the rest of your life without ending up running out of money. What tools would and you look at step one. for that? I mean, because you want to well, kind of have that we're, guarantee, we're looking right? at, Yeah, and today we're looking at CD link, uh, index-linked CDs mm-hmm. and index-linked annuities or, or income annuities mm-hmm. are the vehicles that we're using today because, like stated, the bond is just every investment out there is good at its own time and place, right? Right. The bond is in a very bad place. You don't buy a bond today because interest rate risk with bonds. However, in the indexed annuity, it is favorable 
to rising interest rate environment. If rates start going up, the indexed annuity just increases rates and pays you more income later in life. So there's a time and a place for everything. Right now, we see that the indexed annuity is a real good vehicle to secure your income. Now, that doesn't mean we secure all of your income from annuity because we don't want to put more money than we have to in those types of products. Yeah, We want to put what minimum we have to put in there just to secure enough foundation of income that we know we the, the light we can keep the lights on we can put food on the table there's right? your income bucket yeah that's right now beyond that what we do and the reason we start with income planning is we say your income cannot be part of your risk allocation right we can't have your income at risk no. it's got to be secured so we carve out of your savings how much of this savings do we need to put towards income purposes now most of our clients are in a favor some people they need most of their money to go towards income. That's okay. We can work that out. But most of our clients are in a favorable position where they don't need all of their money to go towards income. So then we say, all right, we've secured our income. Now what's our next objective? Our next objective is we don't have a crystal ball to predict when these market downturns are going to come. And there's no way to avoid all losses. There's no way, there's no mind out there that can perfectly manage all markets and all asset classes through downturns without seeing some bleeding. So our next objective is let's just minimize the bleeding. How do we do that? We do it in our, what we call a risk versus reward analysis. So in other words, your risk versus reward says, if your reward is a 7% rate of return, mm-hmm. we want to create a situation where your downside risk never outweighs that, right? Okay. We can't avoid all losses, but what we can do is minimize the recovery time from losses, right? If you see such significant losses, double-digit losses, and it takes you five, ten years to recover, well, retirement's over. You're you're moving in with the kids. Oh no! But you still have that income, though. I mean, so (laughs) yeah, you have the income, but but you know, it's it's affected everything, right? Yeah, right. So what we try to do is say we're going to minimize the drawdown potential of your portfolio and your investments to where we want to see something that would take us no greater than a six to 18 month recovery time. And how we do that is by designing a portfolio where your drawdown potential or your risk is no greater than your reward or your return. Mm-hmm. Right. So like I said, if you have a portfolio returning 6%, you need to minimize your drawdown potential to 6%. So that way when our crystal ball doesn't work and all of a sudden everything acts up and we start seeing downside, well, if your downside was minimalized to 6%, hey, within the next 12 months, we can recover that. You're right back on track. Makes sense. It didn't okay. take five to 10 years away from you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And because people don't understand, wealth is not built by taking big risk and hitting the big win. That, that's what that's you do in your ball. early years trying to get. That's right. That's Powerball. Or that's trying to get there when you're young. Right. Once you get to retirement, you know, and I don't, I've never even take, been a big risk taker in my entire life. All of everything that I have today has been built by the principle that wealth is accumulated and attained and sustained through compounding and consistency, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, can I make 20% one year and lose 20% next year? No. Can I get a, can I get a good, strong, consistent 7% with compounding? I'm never taking steps backwards, so I'm always compounding on a greater amount. It's like a successful business model or, or approach, right? I mean, it's how they would look exactly. at it. Exactly. Yeah. Look at it as you're compounding over time, 
you got to unleash that power of compounding and to unleash the power of compounding, you need consistency and a little bit of predictability in there. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we do for our clients is first of all, we build that income plan. Secondly, we come in and we measure your risk and reward. And we say, this is your current drawdown potential. And this is what we need to minimize that drawdown potential to for you to create a successful future. Now, how we do that, I'm going to tell everybody out there listening right now. So like, how do you do that? First of all, when you walk into our office to meet one of our all-star advisors, one of the first things we're going to do in the process is a portfolio analysis. Now, it's very important to understand this portfolio analysis is not our opinion. Our opinion matters no more than the next guy's opinion or anyone else's opinion, right? What we do is we use Morningstar, who's a rating agency for you know all securities out there. They've got all the data and all the financial data on all securities out there in the markets, and they're a third-party, non-biased form forum. So what we do is we have Morningstar do the analysis of your current portfolio. We're contracted with them. They manage some of our portfolios. And so they're they're happy to do this for us. And what happens is we send this analysis off. It comes back is a third party non-biased report. In that report, it shows you what your drawdown potential of your portfolio in a bad market is, what your performance looks like in the past and what will look like going forward. But most importantly, it brings to the surface what it is truly costing you to work with your financial advisor or your financial firm. Not just the fees they tell you, fees and commissions they tell you you're paying on the surface, because all major brokerage companies have a whole lot more underlying fees and expenses that they do not bring awareness to. This analysis brings all that to the surface. People walk in our office and they say, I'm paying 1% for my portfolio. After this analysis, they realize it's costing them 2.5%. Well, that's the next thing we got to do. Is once we've built an income plan and contained drawdown, we got to minimize your cost so we can keep more dollars in your pocket. So we know got a lot of people out there listening right now are saying, you know, I'm not sure if I have drawdown protection. And yeah, my advisor said I'm only paying 1% for my portfolio. Well, I tell you what, I challenge you on that. Let's come in and give us a call in just a minute. We're going to give you an option. Get a second opinion on this. Let us do one of these third-party, non-biased portfolio analysis for you. And it just brings the facts to the surface. You will be empowered because for the first time in your financial life, you will know what it actually costs you to work with your current advisor or firm. And then if we decide to work together and we make portfolio recommendations, we stand behind what we we stand behind our word. And what we will do is run that exact same analysis on our recommendations and show you the savings that we will produce. Because before we ever worry about how much money can we make in a in a uh, in a maybe world in the market, we know that we can reduce your fees and commissions and keep more dollars in your pocket. And that's how we help our clients win. So if you're not sure where you're at or you need a second opinion, pick up the phone right now, give us a call, sit out one of our all-star advisors. And let's get you set on track to retire right. Man, that, that was laid out so well. You are a teacher at heart and laying out what you should be doing, your your approach you take, and then what happens when you schedule this. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. And this is offered limited basis, of course, but at no cost, no obligation. So call in. 800-891-8680. That's how you can make this happen. Great show. Man, you're on fire again. What Quick break. What's next, Paul? <laughs> Well, you know, we're, we're trying to help people today. And so we've told them the problem. We're giving them some solutions. Next step, we're going to tell them what are some things that you steps that you can take personally to get you set on track to retire right. 
It's Retire Right Radio. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts is president and chief investment advisor at the fiduciary firm Roberts Wealth Management. And it's about managing your wealth in retirement and your retirement plan. As Paul just said, building in that income, uh, using the right tools to build that. And, and as Paul also said, we don't have a crystal ball, especially now. So they're going to set you up the right way. Uh, and he d- he described in the last segment uh, the proper strategies with risk versus reward uh, reward and how you don't you can set yourself up where you don't have all this long recovery time. Their team can work with you, and you laid out the problem perfectly in the first segment and the challenges we face, what people are worried about, some solutions to it. Let's look at that four hundred one k now. If you're if you're still working. Yeah. So what do we do with this? And then you're going to also talk about some things you need to do in the fourth quarter, which we're in now. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we, we've given people an idea of things to look out for and, and an idea of some solutions. But let's get a little more technical here because people are like, All right, but what do I do? I'm still working or I'm in this situation. Most Americans have saved majority of their retirement funds in a 401k at work. Right. So what are some things that happen with your 401k work? First of all, Every listener out there needs to know and understand there are two opportunities you have to take that 401k and move it or do something else with it. We're going to go through some options here, but what are those opportunities? If you have reached age 59 and a half, you now qualify to roll over your current employer 401k plan, get out of that plan where you're not just kind of blind and hoping everything goes well and get with a good fiduciary firm that can take care of that money and see you to and through retirement. If you've reached age 59 and a half, or here's the one a lot of people are unaware of, Dave, if you have been terminated, meaning you no longer work for the company, that's whether you were laid off early, you you fired, you quit, whatever. If you no longer work for that company, so separation you do not have to leave that 401k. Correct. Separation from the company in any way, shape or form. So what are your options if you've separated from an employer and that 401k is now available for you to, to, to open up your world of options? Or if you've reached that age 59 and a half and now your options are, well, option number one, you can simply leave the money alone, right? Leave mm-hmm. it in that 401k plan. Um, some employers will let you leave it there forever. Most of them are going to have a certain age or a certain amount of time after separation that they say, hey, within a year, you got to get out, or within five years, you got to get out. Or they may say, by age 65, you got to get out. Mm-hmm. Some employers will let you stay in there forever. Now, what? why would you do that? Uh, some people, they do it because it's easy. Dealing with financial, uh, all of this financial planning, that's something we learned a long time ago in the business. It's not something that makes people um, all giddy and excited to go and do, right? It's kind of like going to the dentist to get your teeth pulled. It's something that's really easy to procrastinate on or, mm-hmm. or, or not want to deal with, right? Let's <laughs> put that to the side. It's overwhelming. I don't want to deal with it. And so a lot of people just leave it alone because it's easy. But here's a few reasons you should never leave it alone to your employer. First of all, the 401k fees in your, in your 401k are probably way too high. Now they'll tell you the investment fees are only 1%. But that's because they do not have to legally expose to you the administrative fees on the other side of your 401k. The average 401k across America is paying 3.05% a year in annual fees for that 401k they have. That means 3% of your possible growth or potential growth is going to a company that you no longer work for and not to you in your future. To me, that's reason enough to move that 401k away, right? 
The other reason you may not want to leave it there is because within that 401k, you have a very limited menu of options. Yeah, it's very limited. You may have 5, 10, 20 funds, right? You, uh, who wants to choose from 20 funds when you have a world of thousands of different options out there that are not available to you in that 401k? Mm-hmm. So what can you do with that? Well, you can take that 401k, you can move it. Like I said, if you if you were separated from the company and you're still working, you have a new employer, you can move that old 401k into your new 401k. A lot of people do that because they're encouraged by their new employer to do it. Well, of course, your new employer encourages you to do it. It's in their best interest. But is it in yours? That's the question, Dave. Is it in your best interest, right? Yeah. Well, we just discussed the problems with 401ks. So what would be the sense of moving it from 401k company A into 401k company B? You're still creating the same limitations and the same high fees for yourself, right? So then the, th- the next option is once you qualify because you've been separated for the company or you reach age 59 and a half, you can roll over your 401k to an individual IRA. That way you could take it away from the company, go out to an independent firm or, you know, a major uh, brokerage corporation, if that's what you so desire, and and create your own individual IRA. Now the entire world of investment options is open to you. You can put any one of all the thousands of investment options inside that IRA. You can build a blend of managed money and, and diversified portfolio. You just you have a, a wide array of options now that was not open to you, first of all. Secondly, you've probably cut those 3% fees in at least half. So now one and a half percent of that money stay in your pocket every year. I had a question on that. Well, first off, if you're, I got a couple on that. If your employer matches, how do you work that if you roll it, if you're still working? And two, how do you work it out where the limitate, the the ceilings on the two are different? Great question, Dave. So if you are one of the blessed and fortunate few Americans who still get a match from their company on the 401k, Mm because That's a thing of the past that doesn't really exist anymore, right? Right. You are once you reach the the rollover qualifications, you are allowed to roll over your vested portion of your of your four hundred one k, but still keep keep participating in the current employer plan, keep contributing, and keep getting your match. And then what you can do is build it up. And then once a year, you can roll over the new balance I got each you. year continuing after. So oh, it's okay. not a one shot all thing. It's just, hey, I reached the qualifying age. I can do this now, but you can still keep participating at work. Okay. Right? So that's, that's good news for people. And that uh, way, what was your a, second question? Well, Dave? well, the IRA, what you can put in that uh, is is a more limited, the amount. Correct. Uh, correct. So that's so another that's reason to keep the 401k open. Yes, definitely yeah. is. And that's why we, a lot of our clients, once we roll over their 401ks into IRAs, they don't want the limitation of six or $7,000 a year worth of contributions. They want to be able to add more. So we keep their 401k open, first of all, to get a match if we can. But secondly, so we can contribute a whole lot more into that plan. And what we do is contribute into the plan all year. And then once a year, we can take that money, roll it over to your IRA that's already been established mm-hmm. and add it to that. Okay. So we just use the 401k as a doorway, basically just to be able to add more money in. And then we still get it out at the end of every year. 
Before before so. we segue to some fourth quarter moves, just want to get the number in here hey, because tall, Paul is talking some good stuff. 800-891-8680. If you'd like to sit down with Paul and the team, 800-891-8680. Looking at fourth quarter. So again, with 401k, it's calendar year to get that money in for tax purposes. But with the IRA, you can take it up to when you file your taxes the next year, right? Correct. Okay. Right to your tax deadline. That's uh-huh. right. So one more note I want to hit here, Dave, before okay, we move sure. into some other advice is that you also in your 401k have an option to cash it out or take a distribution. I want to say this very, very clearly <laughs> because I know there are a lot of people out there right now who are worried or concerned. We know we have a lot of uh, hospital workers who are coming to see us right now because they're they're going into early retirement because of a vaccine mandate. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of VA workers who are in the same situation and doing that. If you are in that situation or if you're just planning to retire now, you're worried about things. Do not. I repeat, do not cash your 401k out or take a distribution. It is all taxable as income. Yeah. You could hit a very high tax bracket on that uh, tax threshold on that distribution, and you might even also suffer a 10% early withdrawal penalty on top of that. Exactly. I repeat, do not go and do that on your own without seeking good counsel from one of our all-star advisors. Let them help you sit down and figure out what is the best way to get that money out with the minimal tax impacts and trying to avoid any penalties possible. A lot of people out there doing X are worried right now. Don't go do that by yourself. You may make a major mistake that can't be undone. Come sit down with us. We'll help you do it. We'll help you do it the right way and do it tax smart. Okay. And and tax smart, of course, there are in, in the fourth quarter moves too. I mean, you could that, you can get in a Roth. You can you've got till tax deadline for your IRA, but you got to get the four hundred one k in what you're putting in in it by end of calendar year. That's it. You nailed it, Dave. Tax smart are the two words that segue right into what we <laughs> want to talk about here before we finish, right? Yeah. Look, it's fourth quarter. At the end of the year, and 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 a lot of people out there may know this. Some people may not. You know, September and October are generally really rough months. Um, but also the fourth quarter is just a really good time for reevaluation and just taking a second, get, maybe getting a second opinion or taking a second look at what you're doing and where you're going. One of the first reasons is to be tax smart. It's too late to do anything about your current year taxes at the end of the year. You can't wait till December 31st and call us and say, hey, I need some help. Come sit down with us before that fourth quarter starts. Let's look, let's let's forecast forward and let's do what we call some tax forward planning and say, what does the taxation that you have occurred look like at the end of the year? And what are any steps we can take to minimize those effects or any strategies we can put into place to help you create a lot more tax efficiency and keep a lot more dollars in your pocket for the end of the year? Not only that, fourth quarter is a good time to review your portfolio. You know, where are you at? What does your diversification look like? What does your risk exposure and your drawdown look like? Is your performance up to date? with the risk that you're taking. And most importantly, as we covered in last segment, our portfolio analysis brings to the surface, how much is it actually costing you in fees and commissions to work with your current firm or advisor? Because I can tell you, Dave, and all your listeners out there, we have been doing these third-party non-bias portfolio analysis for over 10 years. And I promise you, 99% of the people who come through our office say, I think I'm paying this. 
and they are really surprised when that report comes back and shows what they're actually paying and what it's actually costing them for their portfolio analysis. So before you go forward in a very volatile, high-risk world with major tax changes coming our way, it's time to sit down, get a second opinion. Let's see if, first of all, we can reduce your fees. If we reduce your fees and commissions, we're keeping more money in your pocket. You're compounding on that money. Secondly, let's see how we can reduce your tax exposure or your tax consequences. If we do that, we keep more money in your pocket. That's more money you're compounding on. You see, at Roberts Wealth Management, we take a different approach to retirement planning. We say once you get to retirement, it's not always about what you earn. It's about what you keep that matters. I see people come through with great growth portfolios, averaging 9 to 10% a year in growth. And they have no idea how much waste they have in there. So our first objective is, before we go chasing down a bunch of maybe dollars, how do we get in here and look at your complete overall financial picture and figure out how do we lock down all the sure thing dollars? How do we keep more dollars in our pocket? Now, like Grandma taught us, Dave, a penny saved is... Penny earned. That's right. (laughs) And if you want to make money, the first way to make money is let us help you save money. It's the fourth quarter. You got taxation coming up. You probably have high fees and commissions, and you're exposed to a lot more risk than you think. So come in, sit down with our all-star advisors. Let's figure out how we help you adopt grandmother's principle. We'll help you save a penny, and that's how we'll help you earn a penny. That's the first step. Then we'll worry about growth, risk, and all the other things associated with the true financial plan. But here's your opportunity. The next 15 callers who have saved at least $250,000 for retirement, pick up the phone right now. We'll give you a one-on-one consultation with one of our all-star advisors back in the office, and we'll get you set on track to retire right. And we're talking more than pennies, Grandma. Uh, we're talking some, <laughs> some dollars here. 800-891-8680. Next 15, comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation with a fiduciary firm and a great team. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Well, we're going to round it out like we always do, Paul. Straight ahead. We're back with Retire Right Radio. Another great show this week with Paul Roberts. Thanks so much for joining us. And, of course, we're here every week with Paul on News Talk 104.9. Paul Roberts is the president and chief investment advisor with Roberts Wealth Management, but a great team that he speaks of so proudly of at this fiduciary firm. And they've helped so many build their retirement plan in a custom fashion and a fiduciary manner. They've earned that trusted status in the Gulf Coast. Paul, questions from listeners. It is how we always close out the show. The first one comes from Tillman's Corner, and I think you just had a workshop there recently, didn't you? Yes, yes, we did. It was a great workshop, good attendance, nice folks, and uh, and we got, you know, really, really good response. Everybody really appreciated all the information we shared with them. They said it was highly educational and that they think they need to make some changes going forward and well, that's great. they're going to start taking the steps to, to take that action. And this could be someone who was there, uh, but it prompted this question. How old should you be to get life insurance? And then is it necessary when my wife and I retire? Great question. Uh, I, I actually answered this question uh, last week in the office. I had a, had a new incoming client asking the same thing. Hey, I'm losing my life insurance with work. What am I going to do to replace it? Our first, our response to them was, well, first, let's assess your need for insurance, right? 
you always have to have a need for insurance. And, and, and we've been kind of conditioned in America to think, oh, life insurance is one of those things you just buy like auto insurance. Well, not necessarily. It's a great tool, amazing tool to be used properly in financial planning, but we have to assess the need for it. First need generally for life insurance is income replacement, right? Income replacement for the household. If, if you're in retirement, you're income secure, you don't have any need for income replacement, you may not need that. Second reason would be for mortgage coverage. Well, most of our retirees don't really need mortgage coverage or they have built into their income plan enough income to cover their mortgage. So they don't need mortgage protection. The third reason is for children. Um, if you have children or special needs children or anyone that you still may need to take care of in, in case of you know, disaster or loss of death, we may need some extra funding to do that. So first thing we're going to do is we're going to look through and we're going to, we got a full assessment in our office. It's part of our client intake process. And we've got a list of 20 questions we go through. Hey, these are the questions. If, if, if we answer yes to any of them, then we'll look further towards your need for, for life insurance. If the answer to no is, uh, the answer is no to all these questions, you have no need for life insurance and, and we'll leave it at that and move on. Right. So, uh, you may need, have need it. You may not. Let's make an assessment of whether you need it. Well, it's a great question, and they'll have questions for you if you take advantage of the no-cost, no-obligation consultation opportunity and then go further uh, with the answer from this team, 800-891-8680. From Picayune, my husband and I have $1.5 million in traditional IRAs. Now, since we're over the income limit to contribute directly to a Roth, would you suggest we convert 100000 annually from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA over the next eight years until we retire? And they did also add in, we have enough money in savings to pay the taxes caused by the conversions each year. Great. All right. This is a fantastic question. I love it. I love people who are the tax forward planning. Yeah. And I want more than nothing right now, Steve, to just say, yes, go do it. But I'm going to hold off with that. Yes, go do it. Because first of all, I want to I want to tell these these listeners, uh, go to our website or go to our podcast and view last week's show where we talked about the new Secure Act 2.0 that's coming out mm -hmm. and some proposed changes they have right now in Congress. One of them is changing Roth conversions. OK, so. There may be some changes coming that way. And now we do a lot of Roth conversions for our clients. And yes, we're a big advocate of Roth IRA conversions, uh, but we've got to watch them and we've got to bring that into play with our future tax strategies and implementation uh, plans of if these laws change, what are we going to do to circumvent or how are we going to work around them? So we got to keep some flexibility in the plan, first of all. Secondly, I would say, that's great. You know, if you want to start converting a hundred thousand annually and you've got, if you've got the savings to pay for it out of pocket, that's amazing for our listeners who don't understand when you convert your IRA dollars to your Roth IRA, you have two options. You can either just convert the entire balance. Now the full balance goes into the tax-free bucket, or you can withhold the money you need to pay the taxes. Now less money goes into the new bucket. So anytime you have your own personal savings for Roth conversions, it's much better because you can convert 100% of the money into the Roth, and now you're compounding on 100% of the money going forward because you just pay the tax bill out of your own pocket. Great situation. They're th really good. The only thing I want to say here is you're talking about $100,000 a year. You've got a million and a half there doing this over eight years. We need to really do some calculations and assessment here because I'm, I'm thinking you probably have a pretty high income, and that's going to be a big income increase that's going to really significantly you know increase your 
your tax liability each year. And what I'm going to tell you is we have amazing software in our office, amazing stuff. We love working with this software that can help us plan this out and calculate it and look at it and look at the conversion over time. Not only can we do that, we can look at it at current rates, but we can also add future rates. Hey, we think the rates are going to go to this and this, and we can run analysis and we can project it out. So what we do for our clients when we create these Roth conversions is we, we run analysis and project it out at current tax rates. We, we project it out at what we think future tax rates will be. We look at the savings over time. We look at the compounding of money over time. We weigh the pros and cons and the benefits to you. And then we make a good educated decision and build a strategy that works with you and your uh, your independent lifestyle and your independent situation, individual situation. So, hey, you're thinking in the right way. Sounds great. But before you go jumping into that, I'd highly advise you to sit down with one of our all-star advisors and let us re- let them really break it down for you and get into the metrics and get into the details and the numbers. Because, you know, as we always say at Robert's Wealth Management, liars always figure, but figures never lie. Mm-hmm. So let's go look at the figures if you want to know the best way to move forward. Again, yeah, absolutely. 800-891-8680. Ocean Springs, I'm retiring at 63, planning to live on savings until 66, my full retirement age, and then dip into Social Security. Trying to decide if I should keep some money in my existing company, 401k, we just talked about that, and invest the rest in an indexed annuity. Or should I invest everything in an indexed annuity? Or is there some other investment option I should consider? Uh, yeah, no, definitely do not put it all in an indexed annuity. Okay. Uh, and, and in indexed annuities, they they come in all different shapes, forms, and sizes. Some of them are great. Some of them are okay. Some of them are not so good. Uh, first of all, so you need a, a good firm who is very practiced and very educated with using those types of products and knows all the different products and carriers. You know, when we go to an indexed annuity for a client as part of the, the financial plan, we, we're shopping all carriers. We're up, we're 100% up to date on a weekly basis of all carriers, all their rates, the benefits, the pros and cons of each product. And believe me, these things get complex, okay? They, they're not as simple as people make them seem on the surface. They're very complex financial products. So you, you really need to do due diligence and have people who are very um, educated on how to use them properly. Secondly, no, you never put all of your money in an indexed annuity. Mm-hmm. You never put all of your money in any one financial product. As we, they say, never put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Right? Never put them all in one financial product. We need diversification. We need a multitude of asset classes. And you should understand that financial products are tools designed to achieve specific jobs. Right. So an index annuity is, is designed to either achieve income, income security and income guarantees in life, or it's designed to achieve a, a foundation of a secure portion of your portfolio. In other words, we use them a lot of times to say, hey, I don't need to set the world on fire with, with my returns here. I just want to play it safe and know I'm not going to lose any money. I just need a 4 to 5% return. So we may put some money in an indexed annuity just because they're doing a lot better than bonds today, right? So those are the two uses for them. But every financial product is a tool designed to achieve a specific job, like a stock is for growth, right? A bond is for yield. Everything has a design for a job. So first thing we need to do before you decide what investments to choose is you got to sit with one of our all-star advisors and have the conversation. We have to define the job. What are you trying to achieve? Once we know what you're trying to achieve, we can start figuring out what are the right tools that we can pull out a tool bag and insert here 
to achieve those 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 goal uh, those end goals. Well, I mean that's what you're all about. I mean you're all yeah. you you really have one goal, but right. there's more ways to get there because everyone's situation is unique. Well, Paul, this is it. One more opportunity to set up this consultation, this comprehensive review. Hey, our goal is simp- this simple. It's winning in the end, right? You worked hard your whole life. You did what you were told to do. You were told to put money in that 401k. You were told to take the tax deduction and put it in pre-tax. The unfortunate reality today is a lot of Americans are moving into a very difficult retirement because they did what they were supposed to do. They did what they were supposed to do, and they deserve better. That's what we stand up for every day. That's why we love what we do. That's why the all-star team of Roberts Wealth Management is so passionate about what they do. And we tell people we change lives because you did everything you were supposed to do. And there are a lot of speed bumps in your way move forward to retirement, such as taxation and market risk that you may or may not be aware of how much they will affect you. We don't want to see anything affect you badly. We want to help you win in the end, right? So here's your opportunity. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement for the next 15 callers, what we will do is give you a full-blown, full comprehensive review of your current situation. There's no cost or no obligation in this consultation. You're just going to sit down one-on-one with one of our all-star advisors or maybe two or more of them. We're going to get in depth. We're going to ask all the right questions. We're going to see where you're going, what your future path looks like, what are any any speed bumps that we may have in that path, how do we eliminate those speed bumps, and how do we create a nice, beautiful, smooth ride for you, not just to, but all the way through retirement. And most of all, in the uncertain world we have coming our way, all the risks and liabilities we're faced with, how do we strategically position us and our family to come out the other end, winning in the end, We've helped thousands of families along the whole Gulf Coast. We have set them up for success, and we could set you up too. It's not gloom and doom. The end is not near. We just got to make sure we're in the right place at the right time. Let us help you get in the right place at the right time. Pick up the phone, give us a call, sit out one of our all-star advisors. And, and the number is 800-891-8680 to schedule this consultation, this comprehensive review. It's all about getting you set up with the right strategies and that income in your retirement and the right growth in your retirement, uh, the proper risk versus reward growth in your retirement planning. 800-891-8680. Again, 800-891-8680. Paul, I got to say, the fire in the belly is still going strong. <laughs> And don't worry, folks, that fire will not go out for a long, long time. We'll be back next week. We'll see you here on News Talk 104.9 for Retire Right Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Paul Roberts nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.